Here we are on this day, July 26, 2017. Let's take a look at a verse that's become controversial briefly. He who Proverbs 18.22 He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. The findeth is in the King James and obtaineth is in the King James. And favor is spelled different. But the terminology is the same. We've always made it look like, you know, we have to search for, you us men have to search for your wife, have to find, have to seek for them. But just listen to the words and look at the words. That's not what the Lord is saying. He says, he who finds a wife. That just means he's not seeking it. Findeth, the uh, Hebrew word for findeth, Again, this was uh, Strong's in uh, King James, is to secure, to acquire. It's, it's the same thing as finding the lost, which is surrounding us, to meet or encounter, to find as a condition, to learn, to devise, um, to find out or to detect. Um, if you look at the word, if you're finding a wife, could be the wife of the youth, uh, which is shown before. It's a delicious of the youth. But when we're looking at wife, in a sense, it could be the Lord. Come, he came to search what was lost. Us, he came to make the way for us. Uh, to, but you also look at the wording also where it says, finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. So that means as the Lord is opening the way, we can't seek nothing but the Lord. The only thing we need to be seeking, he didn't say seek for a wife. He said he who finds a wife. So that means, what are we told in the New Testament? You love the Lord our heart, love the Lord with all our heart, soul, strength, and being. That's our entire being, just that. This is that we're supposed to search for the Lord. You, you, Matthew 6.33, we're supposed to seek him above all else. Now, yes, we still live in these fleshy bodies and we're still going to screw up and come to the Lord asking Him for things or for stuff for people. There's so many people that they're spending all our, their energy, even me, I've stumbled for it, we all have, as human beings. We're searching for one another. We're searching for a mate. Let the Lord be our mate first. Let the Lord be our strength. Um, once we get to that point, as we show him, I really believe, I've heard testimonies, and I've never known people, per or I can't recall people personally, I can't say I've never known, um, with the church I was born again in, in Charlotte, um, but I've heard testimonies, and i heard other testimonies, where at the right time, the Lord revealed, uh, A husband and wife, obviously before they were husband and wife, to them. But as we're seeking the Lord and serving Him and loving Him and growing in His grace and His mercy, receiving Him as Lord and Savior, then our goal is not looking to, because if we're trying to seek, especially as men, if we're trying to seek after one, you know, we're going to go to the gym, pump ourselves up, 
we're going to look for the highest paid job, whether it's God's will or not. And not all high paid jobs are God's will. That's nowhere in scripture. So kind of a side note there. If anybody thinks that, stop listening to false teachers, false prosperity teachers, because that's what they teach. And that's not the Lord. Uh, that's of the devil. So a little side note on that one. Stop seeking for that one. Not everybody is destined by God to have a high-paying job. It says God will always meet our needs. Our basic needs are for shelter of any kind. It could be a vehicle. It could be an RV. It could be... There's no, nothing in Scripture that says it has to be a physical mortgaged house or high-paid high-priced, overpriced apartment complex. It could, be, it could be with family. It could be with friends. It could be a parsonage if you're, you know, a pastor of a church. You know, the only guy knows. It could be a tent. And that's what it could be. It could be uh, anything. We don't know. It's going to have a covering to keep us from the elements. Uh, even Joe briefly had just a tree covered him from the shade when the wind until God took away the tree. Uh, and then he got angry, actually, but that's another lesson deal, so I'll get away with that one. Look at the next word, is find a good thing. Didn't Jesus say, when somebody called even him good, he said there's none good but God. There's no one good. That's not, when foolish foolishly, I want word up like that. When people foolishly say, uh, you're a good person, that's actually, to me, an insult to God, and it should be an insult to every believer. Nobody should be, no Christian should ever want somebody to call them good, knowing there's none good but God. It's Jesus in us saying, no, it's God living, abiding in us and us in Him. He's the one that's good. We should never become so, and it's so tempting because we want co-workers or we want close friends or whatever to call us good. That's just if you're a hard worker, as I give all glory to God. Whether they believe or not, we still should be saying that. That actually wasn't in my initial notes. That just came to me again. The Lord showed to me a while ago. And, but then he puts an and in there, and a capital letter and in the NASB. And obtains favor from the Lord. So that means you've already got the favor. So if God has revealed who your helpmate is supposed to be for the man, you remember Adam was not looking for a wife. Uh, Isaac didn't look for Rebecca. God had Abraham send his servant, his main servant, lead servant, go to the land where they grew up and find Jacob went there looking for one you know how Laban got you twisted it and tricked him by giving him a different one remember uh, it never Bible never talks about how Abraham and Sarah met they knew each other when they left the land of their, you know, their fathers uh, the fathers so we don't know but God at the right time was revealed nobody in scripture Cain chose a wife of the world. Solomon didn't have any sound words. All 700 of them um, were not of God. They all led him astray. So they weren't see. He didn't see God. And he was raised up glorifying God because you remember the temple. 
um, the one end indicates that finding a wife goes with finding favor with the Lord. It doesn't say or find favor with the Lord or find a wife. You know, when we find it, that means we've sought the Lord in prayer and seeking Him in intimacy and relationship, which is what Jesus did. Destroyed relationship was brought him back. And obtains favor from the Lord. Favor from the Lord. We can't do nothing. We can't get our jobs. We think it's our resume. We think it's our education. Our background has got the job. But a believer should never be saying that. It's always the favor of the Lord that opened that door. If God wants to open that door, if He don't want to open that door, our resumes, unless we outright lie, it's not going to get us in that job. Until God's ready and we're listening to Him and for Him and seeking His face, no door's going to open. We can turn the handle of our house or pull the handle on our car door and we can open it. But as far as a job door or a ministry door or even a spouse door, until God says, open the door. Take the handle, turn the handle, open it, and walk in. You know, the devil wants us to go to a different door. doesn't want us to see the door. He, the devil may even show us a window because he's a thief. He comes in the night to... Uh, I can never remember this. Uh, to steal and destroy... To steal, destroy, and to kill. Uh, so he wants to sneak in the window and do it. But the favor of the Lord, also, it means pleasure or to delight it, to have His good will and acceptance, His will, not our will. And remember Psalm 37, 4, it says, delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. Um, but we, so many false and deceived teachers, Bible teachers, believers even, um, will only take the second half of that verse, give us the desires of the heart, without the first. We can't have the desires of our heart. And the desires of our heart is going to be, when we're delighting ourselves in the Lord, the desires of our heart is going to be for more of the Lord. We should be wanting more of Jesus, more of the Lord God every single day. Now, yeah, we're going to have our moments. He knows how we're made because He formed us in our mother's wombs. You know, we were put there by the, the seed that was in our fathers, whether we're married or not. The seed comes out of our fathers, you know, match with I'm not going to do reproduction history. <laughs> but, uh, so favor from the Lord. And, you know, that's just the teaching. We've always made this. There are so many Bible teachers that have become deceived that have been deceived over the years to make it look like he who finds a wife that means you're supposed to seek it. But what version are they using? It doesn't say he who seeks for a wife and finds a wife finds a good thing. It don't say that. It says the find is the same Hebrew word. You would find it if you're like King James. He who finds a wife finds a good thing. And then a good thing, you're finding the Lord. He who finds a wife has already found the Lord. And he's saying, yes, I want you to have a wife. Yes, I want you to be the husband. I recently heard something on YouTube that Holy Spirit, spiritual bells off in his academy and gave a testimony where a young lady claiming to her God audibly 
that is nowhere in scripture. And she was raised, I think her daddy was a pastor. That's bad. None of us have heard Paul or Saul at the time of Tarsus, who God changed his name to Paul. The Apostle Paul, as we know him as, who wrote the majority of the books in uh, the 27th in the New Testament. And he didn't write it. God inspired him to get the words to write it. Uh, nobody's heard the audible voice of God, yet we can't. Anybody can. You go back in the Old Testament and look at those that heard God other than the prophets and Moses, and they almost fell dead. Now, yeah, they didn't physically die. When Daniel heard, when any of Isaiah, even Moses heard, they fell on their face as dead. Because when God, when the Israelites were blessed to hear to point, uh, hear the voice of the Lord at Mount Sinai, they wanted to run. They got scared. When God speaks, when those people, even John the Baptist, was baptizing Jesus himself, and God's voice spoke from heaven, people quaked. You can, we can't stand in these fleshly bodies yet, but we will when these bodies, these mortal bodies, get changed to um, these flesh bodies get changed to the spiritual. When we get our new bodies. Uh, on that day, at the twelfth of the night. So again, so wife. So are you search? Are you seeking for a wife? You're not doing what God says in the Scripture. When we look at this, we gotta look at you. Know, we see, we're seeking after wisdom. Who's the source of wisdom? It's not other humans. Now God may say we gotta be careful with the one that even the Proverbs that even says, you know, He has had many counselors. Be careful with that one. Yeah, it says it's favor if they're godly counselor. If they're not giving you um, counsel from the word of God, that means they're not seeking God to say, you know, what should we give our brother or what should we give our sister for wisdom? What do you want them to show? Where do they need to be seeking you? You know, if God will give a map out. If they're just giving you worldly advice or counseling advice that they learned, then they're more likely not of God. Because God's going to speak to his word only. He's not going to make up stuff. He's not going to speak through emotions. Yes, he is an emotional. He gives us a feeling of love, the intimacy when we're married. If you're not married and you're living, if you're you're, you're not intimate, being, becoming intimate with God through Christ Jesus by his Holy Spirit, then you're listening to the devil. You're listening to the wrong spirit. You know, God's not going to say, yeah, go ahead and make love with him and have a child by him or have a child by her, I'll tell you. Uh, but don't necessarily become one in marriage. Marriage has nothing to do with a big ceremony, an overpriced, getting somebody else rich. Marriage is two people becoming one. The Bible also says when we have sex outside of marriage, we're basically as a harlot. A harlot's a whore. Basically, we're, we're acting like a whore. And that goes for the man and the woman. Yeah, we know as a whore, predominantly as a prostitute, as a woman. But basically, that's what we're doing. We're whoring ourselves out. We're trying out before marriage. And God says no, sex is only for marriage to be enjoyed by married couples. He means it. Anything else is sin. If he was to come, or take our last breath. None of us know at one age. We can say, well, if I stay healthy enough, I'm going to live to 78 years old. And then, the wife, unless, let me, I don't want to get off on a tangent. I want to keep this short. 
Uh, then we got to remember also, you know, the Lord wants us to have his wife, and it would not be one of those units that Jesus brought up, uh, either made by God or made by man or by individually chosen. You know, like Paul was never married. Uh, as a matter of fact, when God took me through the study on the 12 disciples, Peter was the only one who was married. I could find no other notes saying otherwise. Um, anybody tries to give me a fleshly thing, I'm not going to believe it. Unless I can show in Scripture, but I said Scripture uh, regarding that paper. And actually, easily email that paper to anybody, or they just shoot me a message, you know. I fold it from my laptop, so uh, and show what I be, what I believe I receive from the Lord. Um, but anybody that shows that, remember that's not an eternal wife. We receive rewards. A husband and wife will get a reward if they obey God. But both the husband and wife have to have a personal relationship with Jesus, with God through Jesus Christ. They have to be know God personally. They have to be born again. You can't have a believer and an unbeliever together. It has nothing to do with white, black, Asian, Hispanic. That's flesh and that's temporary. God will never say, okay, a black's going to marry a black culture, white's going to marry a white, Hispanic's going to marry a That's not even the scripture. God will never speak like that. None. You won't see it in this word. He speaks. Do you both know me intimately? We both have an intimate relation. And I'm still a believer from what I've been there to study scripture one time. God won't give the same gifts. And he don't want two people becoming one, husband and wife becoming one. Um, that's going to have the same giftings. They're going to complement each other. Yes, there's going to be, we still have flesh on these bodies. There's going to be tension. There's going to be personality complex. There's not going to be a perfect husband or a perfect wife out there. Wife. There's going to be disagreements. But what we love, just like when we hate something God's doing, like with Jonah, he came, he, he came close to sinning against what we did actually in the land. But did he sin under death? I don't know. Some people could say that when you read Jonah. Uh, but they disagree with him. Look at what Peter did. How is Mouthy? So, I just hope if you're searching for a wife or if you're, if you're, if you're asking God for a husband, stop searching for a husband. Stop searching for a wife. And search, seek after God. And serve Him. Be where He needs you to be. Follow Him. him. Somewhere along the line, He'll order our steps. He'll ordain circumstances. And somewhere we'll find. Dating services? I'm not even going to tempt them anymore unless I'm just looking for a pen pal or something like that or somebody just to write because I really don't believe in God because nobody else can do that task. Seek God and seek His voice. Get to know His voice. Somewhere He'll cross paths. Yes, can we miss? Can we miss that person? If it's really of God, he'll get our attention. Boy, will he get our attention. He'll chasing us, and he'll do it. Will can some lose a blessing? I doubt. Yeah, I think so. Enjoy. Have a good night.
Love you all.